Welcome to Rocks Love Ministries Frontline Servants Program, where we visit with men and women on the front lines of kingdom service. For more information about our free revival ministry or to explore more of our audio and video recordings, visit our website at rocksolidministries.org. Again, rocksolidministries.org. Our guests today are David and Krista Melton, uh, joined by their daughter, Katie, of the Dave Melton Family Singers. Uh, regular listeners to RSM Podcast will remember that I interviewed Dave and Krista last year separately about their personal stories. Uh, those were podcast numbers 152 and 154, respectively. Go back and listen to them, please. You'll enjoy it. Uh, if you have heard them, uh, I know that you did, and I encourage you to share those with your friends. But today, we're going to do something a little different for us. I, I'd like to ask Dave and Krista and Katie to tell more about their music ministry and life on the road serving Jesus. So, who'd like to start? Well, um, I'm Dave, of course, and uh, this is, like I say, my wife and daughter. We have uh, five children in all, um, a son who's 21 and in college, and another son who is 19 and a freshman at uh, uh, Summit Theological Seminary. He's actually in class as we speak, as we record this podcast right now, so he's not here. And then we have a daughter, Katie, who's here. She is uh, 17 years old. And then we have a set of twins that are 12 years old, Macy and Gracie, and they are downstairs doing school. But uh, this is, uh, we, uh, our full-time family gospel group, we've been, as my wife and, and uh, myself and my five children have been... Uh, doing this full-time for 10 years now. And then before that, I preached for five years, and then I traveled with my parents in the same type of ministry with my mom and dad and my brother and my wife. And, and we did that for, uh, my I did for 23 years. But um, Tom, we've had the privilege of being with Tom uh, uh, many times over the years, and we just enjoy his ministry, enjoy his friendship. Uh, but uh, you wanted to talk about life on the road. Life on the road, because uh, it's different for a traveling family than it is for a traveling couple, and uh, different for singers than it is for evangelists. Although you're an evangelist too, and you do revivals mm -hmm. as well, but you just kind of cover everything. So uh, I know you've had some great experiences, mm -hmm. uh, some probably some funny ones, and some uh, very high spiritual highs, maybe some spiritual lows. But uh, any of you, just jump in, start talking about it. I know this is as new for you as it is for me. So. Yeah. Well, I will uh, let you know that uh, we do travel a lot. We travel most of the United States. Uh, back with my parents, we used to go all the way out to California and even up to Washington and things. But since uh, Chris and I and the kids have been going, we kind of stay this side of Texas, Oklahoma on the eastern side. But we go to Florida and go up to New York State. And as you can imagine, we do a lot of miles. Uh, we have uh, a motorhome that we travel in and uh, a couple of different vans, depending on uh, uh, how far and, and uh, price of fuel at the time, I guess you would say. So uh, we, uh, we, uh, we travel in the motorhome when we, when we figure up the, the cost, if it costs more for a motel or costs uh, more or for, you know, as far as that goes. And then uh, we've got a nice van that uh, we use. We also have, we just recently added a minivan, and we cram all our equipment and all our kids in this minivan. 
Uh, I don't know how you do it. I, I don't look at it. I don't, I don't see know how that. he does it either, and I sit in there. Yeah. There's, uh, the kids are actually not actually sitting on the equipment, but they're, got, they're hugging the equipment, and it's all that kind of stuff. But we get it in, and it's just all uh, all because we're this is what we do, and uh, and as prices fluctuate as far as price of fuel or whatever, we adjust. Because we're going to do this, we, but we need to make sure that uh, we can uh, uh, at least pay our way as we do it. So uh, the Lord has prov- always been providing for us, even through this COVID uh, situation over the last few years. The Lord has been so good to us. Um, we uh, never once, uh, right, right at the beginning there, it was kind of scary when it first happened. I, I canceled uh, three to six months worth of dates and um, didn't... Uh, Really didn't know, you know, is this, is this the, and we had, uh, the Lord would bless us with some monthly people who gave monthly a few churches also. And that's, and that is a, been a great blessing and still is. But, uh, when we canceled all those dates, I, we kind of, you know, you, you, you have to live on faith. You know, my dad always said, if you know where your foot's going to land, you're not living on faith. And, uh, but the Lord took care of us and, uh, uh we just, we, we tried to go online, and, and we did. Yeah. Everybody, during the pandemic, everybody became a, 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 a internet media expert. Right. Um, and uh, You so put we, out some good videos. We, tr- yeah, we, we tried. Yeah, we really enjoyed them. Yeah. They were fun to make, especially yeah. since Kyle, whenever, whenever you have to do anything serious, his serious bar just goes like all the way down, and he cannot act serious for the life of him. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was very goofy. He'll like lay on the floor in the middle of practice. It's the most annoying thing in the world. Yeah. That sounds like fun. He's, he's my kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So but. you said you canceled the dates. As far as scheduling, who handles the scheduling for you? Well, I, I do the majority of handling the scheduling. Um, my wife is a great secretary. I was going to say, who makes sure you get through on yeah, time? Uh, she, uh, yeah, she, uh, <laughs> she's the one who uh, keeps me organized so I can make the calls. And I appreciate her so much. Every <coughs> Behind every, uh, every uh, um, uh, what would you call it? Good man. Good man is a good woman, I guess yeah. you would say. Yeah. And uh, behind every successful businessman is someone who keeps him organized. And uh, this is not business, it's a ministry, but we have to, you know, you have to, I mean, it's not a profit. You have to make more money than you spend in order to stay on the road. Right. And so she has been a great part of keeping me in line and and, uh, keeping all that going, and I really appreciate her. Dave handles all that. I just mostly, during the day, get to handle school with the kids. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, she makes light of it, but she does... Keep me organized. I do handle everything. But uh, it's nice to have someone who um, points me in the right direction. Well, I, I know anytime we've worked with you that, that during the day you are making sure that school is taken care of. Tell us about that, about making about school. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. We and were tra- let Katie okay. and say what she yeah. thinks about it. <laughs> <laughs> we were traveling with Dave's mom and dad when um, our oldest son got old enough to do school. I mean, to go to kindergarten, and I was kind of nervous. I was like, well, do we need to quit traveling? What do we do? I can't. I'm not a teacher. But I prayed about it a lot, and we talked about it and realized that um, we really believe in the ministry that Lord has given us. And so I told him, I said, well, I'll try it for a year. We'll take it a year at a time. 
And then I just prayed about it, and I had some good people in my life who had already homeschooled, and so they kind of gave me some suggestions that helped point us in the right direction. And I really enjoy getting to do school with the kids. Um, it's been, I've learned a lot about a lot of things, but also it's just been a wonderful time to get to spend with them. I mean, like any mother or any person who homeschools knows, there are days when you wonder what you're doing. But overall, I've just been so thankful for that time with the kids. And we've tried to have a lot of fun as we travel. We've stopped at all kinds of state parks, haven't we, Katie? Oh, yeah. Dave and I like museums, so we'll stop at the littlest, smallest, out-of-the-way museum and learn oh. about the most interesting, unique kind of things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One time we accidentally ended up at a mental hospital museum, museum. <laughs> with little kids. That was a little a interesting. mental hospital museum? Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, Katie, how was that? Well, I was really young, so I don't remember much of it. But I do remember just kind of like being like, okay, kids, cover your eyes, walk through the room. <laughs> well, they had an Abe Lincoln exhibit. So my friend and I thought, oh, well, this will be fun. We'll teach our kids about Abe Lincoln. But we didn't realize it used to be a mental hospital. So and so they all had all kinds of apparatus. Stuff. Oh, yeah. oh, my goodness. That we walked by quickly. <laughs> Very quickly. <laughs> Did they keep Abe in a straitjacket? <laughs> yeah. No. No. So, okay. I sure hope not. But we've had a lot of good... Good times teaching them, and now our two oldest sons have graduated, so that's been good to have that done and see them go on in life, and I'm just enjoying it with, with the girls. Now, I know one thing people always ask is if we've ever left anybody anywhere. Ooh, you know, a, I mean, that's yeah. separate subject than teaching, but people always want to know, well, have you ever left the kids? Yes, they have. And the answer is yes, we have. Ooh. That's, not That's a great story. Well, now, you know, you're good company. Jesus' parents, you know. They, That's true. They walked away, so you should never feel bad about that. But tell us about it. Okay. Well, um, we were tra it was right when we had started traveling with the kids. And so in my defense, all the kids are little. The girls are probably two. And <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> we didn't leave the two-year-old. And so we got out. I got out at a gas station to go to the restroom at night. It's dark out. So, so I get out to go in. I come back out and hop in. Well, while I was gone, Trevin got out and told his dad. How old but, was he um, at the time? He was, he was 11, thankfully. 11. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and so he went in while I got in. I never knew he got out. So Dave just pulled off. And we start, so we're driving down the interstate. All of a sudden, I get a phone on my call. And I answer it. And it's a lady. She goes, hi, um, were you just at the 7-Eleven? I'm like, yeah. She goes, well, I think you left a son here. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh. So I look back, and Trevin is not there. And she goes, well, we have your son here. And I said, well, I'm so sorry. We'll turn around. We'll be right back as soon as we can. We're on the interstate, so it'll be a few minutes. I said, um, you know, if he needs anything, just get him something to eat or drink. I'm so sorry. We'll be back as soon as we can. And so we t I tell Dave, and he's like, oh, yeah, he did get out. <laughs> no, no, I never saw him get out. I was doing the gas. He did oh, not tell me he got out. But now Kyle saw him get okay. out. And we did ask and Kyle. And Kyle goes, Kyle's thinking there's more room in the van for me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He goes, well, man. <laughs> so what happened? So we drove back, and I run in. I get there, and he's staring at the food. And I said, Trevin, did you get anything? He goes, no. I'm like, well, get something if you want. Oh, I'm all right. And so I apologized, and I thanked her for calling. And as we were walking out, I said, Trevin, you could have bought this whole store, and I never would have said a word. 
But Trevin, Trevin is uh, pretty laid back. I mean, yeah. About, yes. about three years ago. Was it three years ago now? Yeah. Uh, we were singing in uh, Kent, uh, Indiana. Kent, Indiana. About what, and 40 minutes from home? 40 yeah, minutes so from he home drove home afterwards. And so he drove his own car there. And because we were singing, he had to get back to go to uh, school. And so uh, he left. About 40 minutes later, I just laid down in bed because it was late and it was dark. And, and he, he calls me. And just like this, he goes, hey, Dad. I go, hey, Trevin, what's up? You get home all right? No, no I'm not home. Well, are you all right? Oh, I'm fine. Well, what's, what's wrong? He says, well, my car's on fire. I said, your car's on fire? I said, are you out of it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm out of it. I said, did you get your stuff out? Uh, no, just my phone. I said, Dill, can you get it out? And he says, oh, no, it's way too dark. <laughs> I, I said, can see Trevor and he's just, he's just as calm as can be. Oh. And, uh, and so he had a, a Nissan Maxima. You yeah. know, a, not, a, not a new one by any stretch, but it was not bad. It, and he said he'd gone over some tracks and, and uh, bumped real hard. And then he hit the brakes and there was no brakes. And all of a sudden, they're just flames came out front of the hood. And uh, he was in a little town right there next to us, Jonesville. And the, the gentleman whose house he was right next to, it came out and they, they uh, helped him out a little bit. They, they did have to call the fire department who put it out. That car burnt, burnt to the ground. All but the trunk was burnt. And uh, the guy says, he says, well, he came up and said, hey, uh, can you help me out? Like, you'd like, yeah, what's wrong? Goes, oh, yeah, my, my car. He says, I've never seen a, a, a young man whose car was on fire, who was so calm. Oh, yeah, yeah, my, my car's on fire over here. And, I mean, his wallet was in there with all his license and all. He had, he had a few hundred bucks in cash in there. Of course, he lost all that. And then the next day, it's like, um, hey, Dad, we're going to go get another car? I said, well, did you have, you know, he didn't have full coverage on it. He just had liability. So, oh, Trevin, I'm sorry, man, you lost it. Oh, that's all right. It's just... He says, uh, I, I, I've been working real hard. I got a little setback. So it's like, man, I mean, all right. Yeah. Now, yeah. every time we drive through that town, we wave yeah. to Trevin's scorch mark. On the yeah, the, he melted the pavement right there. So we always walk. You know, I only have a story. If okay. you don't mind, I've never told. I love that. Uh, Kristen, who works for us, mm -hmm. who is our oldest daughter, yeah. was at Johnson Bible College. And she was in... Uh, communications class she had her camera with her because she was working on, on videoing and filming and and uh she called us to say she was in a nissan and it caught fire now i don't, I don't get a lot of letters from nissan owners but this is, seems to be yeah. a thing and i said you okay she said yeah i said well what'd you do she said, well, I got out, I got the, I got the camera and equipment, you know, the school's equipment, and, and then I just filmed it for a story. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess there's some people who just made that way, you know, but she thought, this will make a great story. I can get a good grade on this one. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't have been great with me, but it was a good grade for her, so. Well, that makes me nervous. I drive a Nissan. Yeah, she drives oh, a Nissan. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. We, we ought to be trading that one off, man. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, that's a great story. Okay. Leaving kids behind. Is that the only time you yeah. ever left one behind? We've had a, a few other close calls, but thankfully we've always heard it out within five minutes and and gone back and got them. I'll right. tell you, after that, we instituted right. a check where yeah. before we left, he'd make every kid say their number. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. We didn't leave till we heard all five 
Well, in the motor numbers home, in the motorhome, it's very difficult because mm-hmm. especially when people are sleeping and all that. Like, and I'm and our, the way our motorhome is set up, it's got a truck front end on it, and so you get in the driver's seat, you don't necessarily walk through. So always, right. and then everybody's sleeping. But it's a rule that you do not, especially at night, you do not get out of the motorhome without letting somebody know. Right. Because they, yeah. my, my, we left my brother at a rest area for six hours once because of that same thing. We thought he was, we, we stopped, this was back in 85, 86 maybe. Um, we were driving down to, uh, to Joplin, Missouri, and in our motorhome, and dad came up. We'd stopped at a rest area, and we took off, and six hours later, dad... Mom came up from the back of the motorhome and says, uh, where's Kenny? Mom goes, Six hours? Six hours. And and, uh, and mom goes, uh, uh, Dad says, well, he's in the back sleeping. And she says, no, he's not. And all of a sudden it dawned on us. Oh, and so this is back before cell phones and everything. And of course, Kenny, it was so funny too, because Kenny says, he says, I knew when, when I saw the motorhome taking off, he says, I knew that you guys didn't know, thought I was asleep in the back. And he says, so I went and found a payphone and I called the police and I called 911 and he says, he says, you got to help me. My parents just took off in our motorhome. They do not know I'm out of the motorhome. They think I'm in the back sleeping. Can you help me? Oh son. Okay. Tell me, tell me, what are you wearing? Well, I'm wearing jeans and a red shirt. He says, well, he says, okay, well, you know, all this. And then he asked, well, how old are you? And he went 21 in my, <laughs> so it must've been a little later because he was 21 in the early nineties. But, uh, and the, the police go, well, don't you think you can handle this on your own? Clunk. That was it. <laughs> oh, really? He says, but you don't understand. They, I, there's no way they'll know I'm out. And we didn't for, for three, well, it was a little three and a half hours later. It took us six hours to get back to him. Oh. And uh, he says, he's so funny. He says, you know, I was in that rest area for six hours. And he says, I got to know the, uh, the, uh, uh, the janitor real well. And he showed me how to get gum off the floor and stuff like that. But he says... <laughs> There's not too many people, uh, there's not too many places to sit in a rest area. He says, you know, after a while, someone comes knocking on the stall door. Are you going to be in there forever? <laughs> this is the only place to sit down, you know. But uh, he, uh, we went back and we got him and we have a good laugh about it now. But then years later, uh, I was preaching at the time and my, my dad gave me a call. And dad says, uh, Dave. It's like, I mean, it's like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. Dave, uh, could you do me a favor? And I said, what? He says, could you call your brother? He says, uh, I don't remember his phone number. He, uh, I stepped out with the dog in his pajamas. The only thing he had was his phone. And him and the dog in his pajamas were sitting at a gas station. And Kenny, as soon as he stepped out, Kenny took off. The <laughs> so I called Kenny up. I said, hey, Ken, how you doing? Hey, Dave, what's going on? I said, hey, yeah. You forget something? Uh, I think I'm doing all right. <laughs> well, Dad, just give me a call. He's back at the gas station you just left about 20 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. So, you know, so he turns around and goes back and and uh, he says, well, it's just payback for that time they left me, I guess. But, uh, yeah, we've, we've, and then we've had dogs. We love dogs. We want, uh, I, only time we just barely left Katie. She's still mad at me for that. And uh, one time we left Mom. At a church, I mean, you know, it's just I've never left Krista somewhere. Have I ever left you somewhere? No, because I you're afraid to leave me. Yes, because who'd watch the kids? I'm smart as well. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the kids? There was one time where 
Kyle and Trevin were having a race to get to this camp, the Kaimichi Clinic, um, first. And like, but they're in the same motorhome. They, they were in the same motorhome, so they were trying to get in the front, <laughs> at the front of the motorhome. So you might be the first one to, to go so right, right to get there. So, the gate. Yeah. Yeah. So what Trevin did was he got in above the driver's seat, which is, I mean, technically the farthest part out that you can sit. Right. And he put a bunch of blankets over him, and he didn't tell anyone. So he hid from all of us, and we left like forty minutes late because he would not tell any of, he wouldn't tell anyone where he was because he didn't want Kyle to go. I told him if he had just told me. It would have been fine because I would have known. And so the funniest thing is the whole way, they're up between Dave and I trying to get in front of us, you know, yeah. squishing us the whole ride. So we get, what, about half a mile yeah. from the camp? And Dave just pulled over and said, know. all right, boys, <laughs> you're it. having a race. <laughs> <laughs> Made them both smart. get out and let them race to the camp. <laughs> smart, smart, smart. I was just thinking <coughs> that uh, we never travel with our kids. Uh, this way, we did raising funds for new right. church work. Uh, I don't think we ever left them, and I don't think I've ever left Beth, and it's because I don't dare, and it's not because she takes care of the kids. It's because I would not want to face her <laughs> if I left her somewhere. Uh, I just, I, I wouldn't want to do that. That would not be healthy for me. Yeah. <laughs> so. so, all right, you've left kids, you, you've left dogs, you've left daddies, you've left yeah, the dog attached to the motor. Now, you got to understand, you know, we travel for a living. We, we put, between our vehicles, we put 60,000 miles a year on our vehicles as we right. travel. And so, you know, eventually, just about a little bit of everything's going to happen. We've, we've, uh, we've I've, over the last 30 years that I've traveled, I've probably broke down in every state in the Union. And, right. You know, because when you, we don't, we have older vehicles just because... Uh, I, I I do have some mechanical ability, so I try to keep them running. But but we uh, uh, we uh, we break down. Yeah, I think I, I've got the you know where the you know people put the uh, the states on the, that they've been in on right. the side of their vehicle. I've got one of those, but it's every state I broke down in. <laughs> so no, I don't actually have one on the side, but I could I could almost fill that thing up. I remember hates Pennsylvania when I, when I first met you, <laughs> and, and you're traveling with your parents. Mm -hmm. I didn't talk to you much because you were always under the diesel. Yeah. <laughs> you were always doing something with the diesel. I was either driving it or under it. And that's why I don't drive uh, an RV because I'm not mechanically yeah. inclined. And, and we we had a fifth wheel for, I don't even want to talk about it for how yeah. little time we had a fifth wheel. Uh, and it just hit me. I can't fix this thing. You know, I mean, yeah. it had slides and everything. Yeah. I, I, I had no ability to do this. Uh, so, I'm sorry, Katie, I cut in on you. You were getting ready to tell uh, us something. No, it's... I, I, like Dad said, we've broken down on the turnpike like five times. Yeah, one time in the booth. Yeah, our motor motorhome, this current motorhome, which is running very well for us right now. Yeah. Um, when we got it, it, we got a good deal on it. So, which means it needed a lot. Do you and, all take a deep breath when Dad says, yeah. "I got a good deal on this <laughs> yes, one"? It got yeah. A good deal. <laughs> well, I got it for not quite half its value at the time, and uh, and it was still kind of pricey because nothing's cheap anymore. No. But uh, it had some electrical issues that I was not aware of. And one day the, it quit uh, in the toll booth. Uh, I mean, just quit. We in the have, toll booth? Yeah, we had to have it. Well, actually, I was pulling a van. So, and I had the drive shaft undone so, um, so uh, you, know, you could pull it. And a policeman got behind me and he was not happy. I said, well, you know, half the toll booths are shut down. 
just shut down. You know, anyway. <laughs> I don't know. But he was not happy. And so I told him, he says, well, I'm going to call a big tow truck right now. And I said, well, I said, well, let me put the drive shaft back in this van and I can push the motor on out of the way. I can do that quicker than you can get a tow truck here if you just give me a chance. And so anyway, so me and Kyle, because he's skinnier and he gets under there easier than I did, he got under there and put it on and we pushed it. And uh, but he got, and then we 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 had we actually had to have it towed to an electrician. I mean, a special guy who did that sort of thing. And he he was good, man. He had us going within an hour, and uh, he was a nice guy. The Lord really blessed us there. And then another time we were going up a hill, and the motor had a, another electrical issue and yeah. actually caught on fire. The, uh, the, the wiring, uh, the wiring. So Katie and I, uh, Katie, who's my the handiest of the children thus far. Um, me and her uh, ended up uh, in a rest area underneath the motorhome all night rewiring the wiring harness. Yeah, and uh, and she she really it's still wired like that. Yeah, I, I was a, a we job. temporarily permanently fixed it. We <laughs> I temporarily fixed it until we get home, and uh, everyone, when we put it back together, we rewired the whole thing, and it all worked. So, Katie, you could have you know, there are a lot of repairs that you feel like you could handle if you really had to. Probably, yeah. Like I, I can. I know I can do wheels and stuff. Although there was one time where Dad, we blew a, wheel, a, a tire or yeah. something, and it was the one right under my head, and it wouldn't come off the rim. Is that it? Yeah. Or it some, something about it, and they couldn't like get another one on there, so they whacked at it for like three hours under my head when I was trying to her, sleep. Her, her bunk is right above the wheel. Oh. Yeah, I think yeah. that was in the old bus days, wasn't it? No, it was in the motorhome. Motorhome. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So on the traveling, um, you do you do revivals. Are they usually like we do uh, four days? Anymore, yeah. Or week or weekend or four a days. A yeah. few are through Friday, but yeah. most of them are either Sunday through Wednesday or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. And very few go all week anymore. And uh, um, it's kind of a shame that the but people are just so busy. Right. So and we, busy. we we came to the conclusion. Probably five, six years ago, we were only doing a few six-day meetings, yeah. and we did a few, I did a few seven- and eight-day mm-hmm. meetings. Oh, wow. But uh, it just, uh, we couldn't get from one place to the next fast oh, enough, yeah. and everybody mm-hmm. else was wanting to have the shorter, so we, and most of our series were right. five messages, so why not just limit to that, except in special occasions, you yeah. know, and, and so that's what we really do. We try to, we prefer Sunday through Wednesday. Because the congregation gets to hear you Sunday morning, right? And and they don't hear you Sunday after you've been there Friday and Saturday and say, "Oh, this was pretty good. I would have come if I'd have known." Right. You know, so, uh, so that works out better for us. Mm-hmm. And and uh, uh, I don't, uh, I can't imagine those guys that did uh, the two week ones. My grandfather used to. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I read the book of um, Archie Word mm-hmm. about his life. He did month long, two month long oh, wow. revivals. Mm-hmm. And uh, how they did that, I don't know. But when you go in, <clears throat> uh, do, you, do you, you do more concerts than you do revivals or vice versa? Or? Um, yeah. I think it kind of switches from year to year. That's okay. one thing about, like this year we did quite a few revivals this fall. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure how many revivals we have. We have a few revivals playing this spring. It just kind of varies from year to year. Some years we'll have more revivals right. than others. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, Why? I don't know if we have too many revivals this spring. Well, I think we have a, have a few on the books. <laughs> Excuse me. Like one out in Pennsylvania 
-hmm. for sure. And those are nice because we get to know everybody. We always enjoy that. But the concerts are a lot of fun, too. And then the summer we do a lot of family camps. And I think the kids like that, don't you? Because there's always kids. And, yeah, and we do kids' camps, too. And things to do, and, and kids' camps. interesting. Yeah. You like being a sponsor for the kids' camps? Most of the time. Yeah. The, ki- <laughs> the kids are pretty pretty fun. But we've had a lot of fun. I'll tell you, when the kids were little, it got a little interesting sometimes. Yeah. Singing as a family. Right. Because, I mean, we're just a family. You get up there, you never know what's going to happen, do you? We've right. had kids have hiccups. Right? <laughs> yeah. In fact, Katie, one time I felt so when bad was, for her. When I was probably about, what, eight, we'd been singing for like maybe six months. I got yeah. hiccups on stage and I started sobbing. Just <laughs> like completely yeah. tears. Oh. And oh. yeah. So we took her off and, and got rid of them. And then Kyle for a while, I don't know if he's gone through a growth spurt or what, but he had the hiccups a lot. And so I finally got a jar of peanut butter because that always works for my kids. Really? And Gracie had to have one while back. In fact, I think we have one back here in our um, equipment box. We keep yeah. peanut butter because if they get the hiccups, you give them a spoonful of peanut butter. Really? And that seems never to help more one. than anything else we've tried. Because, I mean, he tried Write that down everything. <laughs> and, um, I but bloody noses on stage. We have twins, you know, and right. they were, they were what, two or three. And we had them standing up there, and we finally had to set them on stools because one time, I think Macy started to sing Gracie's part. And so Gracie just took her mic and bop, just hit her sister on the head with the microphone because she was singing her part. And, of course, her sister started crying. Oh, that was fun. And so it was just always, you just never knew what was going to happen. Sometimes good, sometimes funny, sometimes you're like, oh, my goodness. But the Lord's good through it all, and people are understanding usually. uh, Gracie and Macy really don't know anything but travel. No, they? Really. no, they don't. They've done this and most all their life, and, and you've had some time mm-hmm. off. Uh, yeah. How old were you when when you when your dad took that took the church and? I was her? what two three. Yeah, I was almost three. three. Almost three, and then we started singing again when I was seven. So, so the boys right. yeah. knew the boys. a little more about the travel than you did, really. Yeah. When you got back out there doing it, but, yeah. But it's it's just been life for you, hasn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's been fun. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, one of the things you said is when you do revivals, mm-hmm. that you get to know the people. Yes. And that is nice, isn't it? Beth always says mm-hmm. she just gets to know them and really starts to love them, and we're loading up again. We're leaving go again. And, but, but with you, a lot of the churches, you, don't, you know them only for a few hours every year or two. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's nice when we have uh, churches that um, uh, that we go. I know that you do revivals at churches about every two or three years or whatever. Right. Yeah. We're kind of like that. Yeah, some churches we go back every year, others and every it. other year. Yeah. Um, but, and a lot of them uh, uh, just, uh, I mean, a lot of times we'll do a revival with them, get to know them real well, and then we'll come back and do kind of things. But, uh, yeah, I, we... Really enjoy. It. That's one of the reasons why I went into locating ministry for a while. I spent twenty years, uh, just you know, uh, just being there, getting to know people, but having to leave after after a day or two or a week at the most. And uh, I just wanted to see some relationships through. See, uh, you know, some of these uh, relationships, spiritual relationships that we we built. Right. And uh, so, and and we went when I. On the our other interview, we talked about this a little bit, but 
Um, I ended up going to a church uh, that was just a great blessing to me and my family, and they still are. Um, but uh, we, uh, we're still real close to them, and and it's still nice to go to a church. And uh, our home church, where we go now, Westport Christian Church, we're getting there now. But we've been going there five years, and I bet we've been there. Oh, we go on. We try to go during the during week. During the week, yeah. But on Sundays, I bet we've been there maybe a dozen times in five years. I understand that. And uh, yeah, but um, Ravenwood, even now, I can go sing. We can go sing there, and I can I can name it just about every person. Ravenwood, Missouri. Yeah, Ravenwood, yeah. Missouri. Yeah, um, even the new people we've met. Even on, the new people. Yeah. We, we uh, no, so it's that's kind of home, home. I guess you would say. Um, I love Indiana, and I don't plan on moving from Indiana, but I do. Uh, I do uh, uh, enjoy going um, home to places yeah. where, where, and there are some churches we've been singing at so long that it is home. I mean, it's just kind of extended family. Right. And so, One thing I love is people say they've liked, enjoyed watching the kids grow up. We feel like they've, yeah. our kids have grown up with them. Would you agree with that, Katie? There's yeah. people out on the road all over that our kids have had a chance to grow you up have with grandmas everywhere, don't you? I mean, oh, yeah. Grew from your, your grandma. yeah, yeah. And so that's that's been neat. And um, I've really enjoyed getting to sing and minister with our family. I know everyone, a lot of families minister together right. in different ways. Right. And I just think that's a neat thing it to is. be able to help see your kids grow in ministry and start understanding what ministry is really about. You know, when we get up there, we're not just singing because we can sing. Right. We're trying to teach our kids we're singing because that's a way to share the gospel and to share God's love. That's like our ministry key verse, if you don't mind if I say that, is no. okay? Yeah. It's Psalms 96.2, and it's sing to the Lord, praise his name, proclaim his salvation day after day. You know, our goal is to instill in our kids that whatever you do, right. let's do it to praise the Lord, to honor him, and to share his love, and just to reach other people with the gospel. And that comes out in... in, in your family and our relationship with oh, your I family. So. We see that in your kids. Of course, and and whatever they do, ministering to the Lord, but Kyle's going a step further. He's right. preparing to preach. Yeah. And and we're we're so proud of that. And uh, I've said before, uh, probably next year, uh, Lord willing, we'll get to be together again. Yeah. Uh, he'll be a little further along in that. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll just sit down with Kyle and see how it's going. And, oh, yeah. Uh, or the year after, whenever we mm -hmm. get go be together again. But... Um, there's some those sad times of ministry too that I found is that we make such good friends and and uh, they will send a note pray for me I've got cancer yeah uh, I'm going through a tough time mm -hmm. and then you, and then uh, they they passed away or yeah. it's a someone that you've made a very close friendship with and you find mm -hmm. out that maybe their parent has fallen has has passed away and and they introduced you to that mom or dad at some point we had that yeah. happen just. This week with somebody that we know and, and, and love very much. So uh, talk about that a little bit. The, 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 you talk about joy. Have there been some sad times that, that uh, if you want to talk about them, that, that you've gone through as a, a family and, and travel or some tough, not, maybe not sad, maybe tough times that you've run, run into? Other well, than COVID, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's kind of yeah. obvious for everybody's got a COVID story. Because not everything, um, not everything is, is perfect when you're on the on the road traveling, is it? Well, I know just um, recently, you know, Dave's um, grandma was real sick, mm -hmm. and he didn't know how long it was going to be. And I mm -hmm. think it's hard, you know, when you're 
in Oklahoma and you get that call that someone you care about is a thousand miles away yeah and maybe you can't can't be there or I think about some different people who are influential in our lives and ministry and you wanted to be able to go see them yeah in January and you're go ahead I was gonna say in January Mm -hmm. I had my one of my mom's best friends throughout the years named Delita Mm -hmm. and she told me when I was in junior high she was trying to encourage me and uh, she says Dave one day you're gonna sing at my funeral I said, well, I hope it's not real close, you know, kind of made a joke about it. Well, um, she was in her uh, late 80s, and uh, this in January, uh, we got the call from the family that, uh, and we were in Florida. Oh. And uh, so, and but, you know, I had made the commitment way back then, and so uh, uh, we, you know, uh, we hopped in the motorhome, drove all the way to Illinois, did, uh, had to miss uh, a date or two. Um, the people that we, the churches that we missed were very understanding. Um, but uh, went, sang at her funeral and drove all the way back to Florida and finished yeah. finished the time. You know, that it just, uh, uh, but you know, sometimes in life with, with family and close friends like that, you just got to do what you got to do. But, right. Uh, but the Lord, uh, Lord will bless us if we uh, um, just keep at his word. And I mean, our, our whole purpose of this is to encourage the people and uh, to spread the news of Jesus. And uh, and sometimes uh, the easiest way to do that is just to be there for the people we love. So, yeah, we've been through situations where uh, I missed my brother-in-law's funeral. Yeah. We were in West Virginia, and we there's no way I could get back in yeah. time. Uh, uh, an aunt of mine passed away, and I had written the funeral. Mm-hmm. And we were on our way, we were in, in northern Pennsylvania on our way to Canada. Yeah. And uh, we went to a church that, that uh, we knew well. And they, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say where it's at on, on line here, but they never locked the building. Okay. And their internet is an open internet. Mm-hmm. So we went there and set up at the communion table, set mm-hmm. up with the iPad. Right. And our daughter was there at... at uh, uh, close to where Dave's grandmother mm-hmm. lived in Arkansas, it was in Van Buren. She was being yeah. buried up there on that same hill where your grandmother used to live. And uh, my daughter FaceTimed with us, and my brother and and son-in-law uh, used my notes and mm-hmm. did a, a, a graveside service for my aunt there. And uh, we missed it. a good friend, Charles Hunter, who was a preacher over in Joplin, passed away, yeah. and they wanted me to do his funeral. And I think I was in New York mm-hmm. and couldn't do it. Uh, but there are times that we just have to say, and you know, we've got relatives now that we, we're keeping a close eye on because we don't know yeah. when we're going to, no matter where we're at, we're just going to have to cancel and go. Mm-hmm. But uh, in those situations, they will wait for us. But in the other yeah. ones, it just couldn't wait. Yeah. So. Well, I'm sure you're like we are. Where there's been a few funerals we've missed, but we knew that that person understood, understood, and they were administered their entire life, and they would want us to be out there. In fact, yeah. I think he had a person to tell him, you know, yeah. if something happens to me and you can't be there and you're ministering, I understand. Go share the gospel. Well, that was exactly what Beth said about your dad, George, when I couldn't mm-hmm. be there. Right. Because it just tore me up not yeah. being able to be there. We'd been, we'd done two revivals with him that spring before he passed yeah. away. Yeah. And, and just in, I think it was March or April, mm-hmm. uh, not long before he went to Payton City, where he really got sick right. in West Virginia. Uh, we had been with him and, and had a great time. 
in, in southwest Arkansas, and, and uh, I wanted to go so bad. But, but uh, Beth said, I think it was Beth said, and we both agreed, uh, George would say, you need to be out here doing this. Oh, yeah. And, and, uh, but we hated not being there, you know, to be with mm -hmm. your family and, yeah. and all. But, uh, so ex some of your best memories, some, just share a couple of your best memories. Anyone, Katie, you got you, hmm? you want to go first or you want someone else? What are you thinking about? That? I know, someone else can go first while I'm thinking about it. Okay. Let, me, let me think for just a second. We've had a lot of good memories, but give me a second just to... Just to think about well, that. Um, some, some of our best memories is the is my family here. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, well, we uh, I don't know if it's good memories, but uh, good. Uh, just you can see the Lord leading, and the Lord uh, we uh, um, when we decide to go full time, the church is very supportive. Even though uh, a couple of my elders who are uh, very uh, 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 rooted men who. You know, had to have see everything. Yeah. A, a ten years ahead of time, right? Make a decision about. It. I thought I was a little nuts to take my family out with my three-year-old twins and and just uh, live live like we do. Live by faith, yeah. And uh, so uh, we uh, uh, we tried to get a home. We rented a house there in uh, Ravenwood, just across the street from where we had, where the parsonage was. And after about six months, we were still traveling. We we're kind of going back and forth. Well, the 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 uh, wall in the basement fell in. Did the house was still structurally all right because it was one that wasn't a supporting wall, but we had to move because they couldn't fix it with us in there. And we could not find a place. We were praying, Lord, where do you want us to go? Where do you want us to go? Do you want us to go to? Uh, uh, do you want us to stay here in Ravenwood? Go to Omaha area where her is? Mm -hmm. Go back down to Joplin where we used to live? Or go to Franklin, Indiana, where my mom lives, and uh, and so uh, we were praying about that. Couldn't find a place in Ravenwood, and so we met a, a, a we had a gentleman named Randy Records who says, "Why?" Well, we were at a New York family camp, and he says, "Well, I've got my mom and dad. Just uh, my mom passed away, and we've got her old farmhouse, and I'll rent that to you." And that was in Franklin. So anyway, so the Lord, but I mean, I don't know if that's a great memory, but it. You could just see the Lord helping us take a direction when that when that happens, and uh, so we we gathered the family up and headed off to uh, Missouri, and we have had some some uh, really great times uh, there. And then we bought our own house here about what five years five ago. Five years, mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, but the and we finally were able to get a dog. Yes. Yay. That's one of your best great. memories, right, yeah, Katie? Tell, tell them getting about the dog. Getting our little puppy. Um, so we have a little beagle mix. She's actually beagle, bulldog, and chihuahua, which is a really weird mix of dog. But she's adorable, <laughs> and we love her. But um, no, her name is Briar. And we were at my Aunt Grace's house. And my Aunt Grace's neighbor has like, she's like a petting zoo. It's nuts. She has like, she has peacocks and llamas and alpacas and horses and like every animal under the sun. So we were over at there, or actually it was just you and Macy and Gracie and Aunt Grace. Well, we just walk by and see the zoo yeah, we every were, day. And sometimes the horses and alpacas would let you pet them. So, um, I don't know if we were supposed to, but we did. But, um, but no, so we were over there and then the other, our other... Mount Grace's other neighbor comes out and she goes, "Well, hey, if you want to pet horses, you can come pet my horses. They're they're in the back." And so 
they went over and petted the horses, and she says, hey, you want to see the puppies? Uh, and mom was, oh, yeah. mom was figuring, like, you know, like, baby puppies, but no, they were nine-week-old, perfectly adoptable puppies. <laughs> and so mom comes over, the, um, they come back, and they're like, oh, yeah, we saw puppies. And me and Kyle were kind of excited, like, oh, puppies. And then mom that night was like, well, maybe we should let the kids get a dog. Because she kind of liked the puppies, too, even though Mom doesn't really Yeah, like that just surprised me. It surprised all surprised of us. surprised me. Because Krista loves animals, but she's not She's a, an outside she's animal She's an outside person. animal person. And we can't have an outside dog because we're traveling so much. Right. Yeah. So. No, yeah, so we thought about it, and then we went over the next day, and we got the calmest puppy, and we love her. And they actually, like, we were still kind of debating whether or not we were going to get her. And she was like, Mom was like, well, we don't have a kennel, and we don't have food. So she That's gave a us a kennel, and she gave us the food. She get, the lady who had the puppies gave us everything we need. Um, so we got, got a puppy, and we love her. And how big is this puppy going to get? So she's about 25 pounds, so, but we got her right at the beginning of course. Yeah, she's a little bigger than a beagle, but she looks like a brown beagle. She does, oh. just a tan beagle. She's outside right now, if you want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to go out and take a look at her. <laughs> yeah, when we travel in the motorhome, we take her with us. When we don't, uh, when we're gone, uh, she goes and stays with our son, Trevin. Mm -hmm. and, uh, he, he loves that dog. He loves that dog. You asked about fun memories. I right. think one of my most fun memories, now, I love singing everywhere. But during, co you know, that's just a lot of fun. I love singing with my family. That's a great memory for me. Made a lot of good memories. But during COVID, we got to help with um, church with our church, and so what they did is they had it out at the high school in town, and so all the cars would pull up, and it was the only service allowed in town, so they had all kinds of cars from just anybody in, in town, if they wanted to go to church, would pull up their car and would come, and we would um, lead people, tell people, get out your phone, and he'd tell them what songs they were going to sing so they could pull up the lyrics. And we'd sing a couple, but more than that, we just would sing congregational songs with them, right. and then our preacher would preach. But I remember it was just so much fun, because everyone had been so void of just being together. Right. It was so nice to get together, and then um, everyone would honk when the song was done, <laughs> and near the end, we'd have parades, and all the cars would drive around, and everyone would honk at everyone, and they'd stick, near the end, when they let up a little bit, people would stick their heads out the window and wave at each other. <laughs> It and it was a lot of fun. One time it was pouring down rain, and we're under this little hailing. canvas thing. Yeah, it had been hailing earlier. We're standing we're, in about ankle-deep ankle water. water. With all of our equipment around us. <laughs> and oh, Katie's like, oh. are we going to get electrocuted? I'm like, Katie, it'll be fine. Yeah. Please, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so that was kind of a fun memory because it was unusual. Yeah. You know, and, but, you know, I really enjoy singing at some of the different camps because you get a lot of people together, and you talked about seeing people, and there's people that we might see them at their church during the year, but you see them every summer at family camp, yeah. at one of the camps, or at more than one of the camps, and so you get, like you said, to know each other and have a lot of fun, and that's kind of a relaxed setting. We, I, I'm, can I say I'm a little jealous about that? Okay. Because family camps is something that we don't do. I mean, we would do it, but it's just something that we don't get... Uh, asked to a lot of times because they plan they only plan two or three years out right <laughs> and we're yeah. planned five or six years out yeah so mm -hmm. uh, but uh, uh, Delma, Del, Delmarva Delmarva I've always heard about that yeah and even Hillsboro people say have you ever been to Hillsboro I said mm -hmm. well 
No, and the only time that I have had that actually was able to go, mm -hmm. I was home. Yeah. And the thought of driving from Arkansas to Ohio, uh, you know, yeah. when you, you know how it is. Yeah. We've we got two weeks at home. And right. As much as I want to go. We, we have been to New York Family Camp. Mm -hmm. I think y'all were there with yeah. us. We were New York Family Camp. That's been a lot of years ago. Right. And then there was one in Indiana that we did some years ago. But uh, normally with us, it's revivals or what we call our revivinars. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, sometimes a seminar or something or a, or a convention. But we don't get to be involved in all the other stuff that we would like to be involved in. And, and family camp is one of those. Mm -hmm. But uh, one of these days, one of these days we're going to get to go. And I don't, I don't particularly have to speak at something. I like to go in here because I, mm -hmm. I, I love to go to places where I can hear other preachers. Oh yeah, and some of these family camps. I just say to our listeners, if you, if you're not in traveling ministry and you're at home and you want to get out, check out the family camps. There's some fantastic family camps, and a bunch of them the mountains are going to be at too. So <laughs> you ought to look at that. Now I, I, I want to ask you because our time's going to run out here pretty quick. I want to ask you to be thinking about because Dave's had a cough this week and he's trying to he's yeah, trying to come back up again. Uh, last night I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm just going to put you on the spot here. Last night, y'all sang that beautiful old hymn uh, in the sweet by and by, and you sang it a cappella, and it was the three of you. Mm -hmm. And I, I'd like us to go out with that here in just a minute if we could. Sure, we could do that. Uh, but um, I, I just want to see if there's anything else that you might want to say before we finish the program. Uh, well, I just want to reiterate how much we appreciate you your ministry and, and your willingness to to uh, to work with us over the years um, we just uh, we look forward to any revival uh, that that you guys are are uh, preaching at and uh, just know how much we love you guys well go ahead oh I was just gonna say I'd want to uh, just encourage people that um, serving the Lord together with your family is a wonderful thing to do it is. in whatever way and if they, want to get to home, if they want to get in contact with your family, mm -hmm. how will they do that? How can they find you on the internet? Um, they can find us at the Dave Melton Family Singers.com, or they can find us on Facebook at the Dave Melton Family Singers. Mm -hmm. And then um, I guess Dave has phone number, but yeah. either one of those ways would connect you with our phone number, and we would love to get a hold of or love to speak with you. Yeah. Anyone who'd like All right. to. All right, yeah, but our number is 660-853-0260. That's right to my cell phone. All right, you will not be disappointed. We're going to listen to this beautiful old song sang by uh, some of the Melton family singers all together here, and, and then we're going to close out this podcast. There is a land that is fairer than day, and by faith we can see it afar for the father waits over the way to prepare us a dwelling place there in the sweet in the sweet by and by, by, and by we shall meet on that beautiful shore
Until next time, I pray that God will pour down His blessings on you like a Mississippi rain.